when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Have you ever done the thing where you chop <clears throat> serranos or something and then like touch your dick? What? No. You mean on purpose? No, not on purpose. Um, Just on accident. You didn't wear gloves and then like guys, this is like there's like this, all guys know about this. Right. No, I have, um, I've like uh, put my finger in my nose for sure. <laughs> you, what, you, you laugh as if, as if you've never done that. I have never done that. My fingers don't even fit. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, that's terrible. Um, and like sometimes, like I, I always mean to wear gloves when I'm chopping chilies, um, and then and then I don't, and it like gets under your fingernails, and like your finger is spicy yep. for the rest of the day. And then the worst part is that you completely forget about it, and then three days later, there's a resurgence of pain. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, because it's like it's like grown out with your nail. From now on, from now on, I'm only eating like uh, cornmeal mush. <laughs> Yum. <laughs> so yeah, so we had some uh, some Thai food uh, before oh, before book club chili on it, and now yeah. I'm, I'm having I'm having effects. <laughs> They're involving lots of fluids coming out of the nose, my nose that has small holes. I can't fit my fingers. Great. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, anything interesting going on recently? So my uh, my wife is on strike. That's that's my news, and this yeah, is not she's a just joke. Not not doing it with, with you anymore. <laughs> that's right. It's uh, uh, yeah. Wait a minute. Until you pay her more. I, she was yeah. I mean, I heard about it on the news, and I figured that's what it meant. What, just I, think like... is, what I think is weird is that she's like union represented in your bedroom. That yeah. That that. I don't know, but I mean, I'm a big believer in the labor movement, and so I was. I figure I was okay with that, just on principle. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it did. It did strike me as a little odd, mm-hmm. but you know, especially like when she insisted that um, that we have the mediator present. Yeah, that's um, uncomfortable. It, it was, but actually, you know. Well, what about when you had your daughter pick it in the bedroom? That was really uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, but you know, it, it's it, what they say about mediation is true. Like we we learned a lot. We we came to we came to an agreement. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the strike continues, but mm-hmm. I, I feel like I feel like we're getting closer and closer to uh, to a contract. Well, each day. I'm behind her. I wouldn't I wouldn't oh, work. You're, on, you're behind her. I would not work under those conditions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, I, I can totally understand the where, long where she's coming hours, from. The no no payoff. <laughs> Exactly, and the the lack of skills that the uh, administration is showing. I don't know. I think I think the long hours seems pretty reasonable. <laughs> I think I, I think actually that uh, the the original the original dispute was over was over uh, short hours. Oh, I see. All right. Well, moving on from okay. uh, from that because I think we we've, we've run that one into the ground way, way into the ground like ten minutes ago. Um, the, quickly, we're going to do a very quick first session because um, we got things to do, people, and yeah. lots to talk about. But um, very quickly, uh, have you ever seen the movie The Blob from the 70s? No, I'm like familiar with it in principle that yeah. it's about a murderous blob. A murderous blob okay. and fame, you know, one of the most scary scenes for me when I was like six years old or something was that there was uh, someone behind the door and the blob comes under the door. You watched horror movies when you were six? I think it was one of those things where I was like uh, in the hallway after I'd been put oh, to bed God. and peering around the couch to watch what my sure. dad was watching. Um, that happened to me this weekend. Um, Wait, what? Wait, in, which? In when you essence, say that? Okay. Um, I was teaching a class on dosa, uh, and if the listeners don't know, that's like a fermented breakfast crepe in India, southern India. And I fermented the the batter, and it is very blob like. It's it sure. sort of has its own inertia is that the right way of saying that it's just sort like, of it just does its own thing it just does its own thing and i is it does it have a union representative it might um and 
it's it was perfectly fermented. It had that funk tang that you like. Oh, that you funk know? tang. That funk tang that you like, and um, that and that song from Parliament. Um, and uh, so we, uh, I was taking it to my first day of class, and it tipped over in the back of my car. And what, oh, what no. was next to it was my open knife kit. So all of my tools, all of my knives, all of my small wares, which I like to say small wares. And it just... Yeah, also in the in the labor dispute, the small, small wares, wares came up a lot. Yes. Or, or didn't come up, and that was the well, problem. yes. So um, it blobbed into my... So dumb. It's so dumb. Blobbed into my small wares, out of my small wares, down the crack of the trunk into the wheel well where my spare is. Oh, my God. So- I did not know that part. So I cleaned everything that I could see, and then we got in the car, and I couldn't smell anymore because it was so way up my nose that I couldn't even smell it anymore. Sure. And April said, why does it smell like a fermented fart in here? Well, And I, I thought, why? That's redundant. Farts are fermented. You don't need yeah, to say that. You don't need to say that. I thought where this was going, and maybe it still is, I, I, maybe I'm interrupting again, is that like it continued expanding like within the wheel well, and the wheel popped off. Well, it it remains to be seen, people. I don't know what's okay. going to happen. I, I have to dump something down there. What do you think is the worst thing that you can spill in your car, smell-wise? I have an answer. Okay. The, the fish sauce incident of 2008. Oh, that sounds very, very yeah, we bad. we burned the car. I, yeah, we I, did not burn the car, but we wanted to burn the car. <laughs> um, when I was a kid, for I don't know how long it was, but it felt like my entire childhood, I carpooled with... Uh, a kid whose mom's car once had a gallon of milk spill oh, in it. that's the worst. That, I think that's... It just smells like baby vomit. Absolutely. It's, right? it's so disgusting, and it never goes away. Like, I think it's better to spill something that's already fermented. Sure. I mean, that that, that goes against the fish sauce incident, but... <laughs> well, but... But, like, I feel like the funk tang is just going to get a little, a little funkier, a little tangier, but, like, milk starts out sweet, and then it just is going to just... Blech. Yeah, something that's like a combination of like a sweet smell and like a yeah. spoiled smell, yeah. that's the worst. Right. Like the fish sauce smell, it never changed. It smelled like fish sauce from the first day to the 85th thousandth day. When you sold the car, did you have to like put that in the ad? <laughs> no, I did not. I figured if the guy got in there and didn't oh. smell it, then, you know, Interesting. Good, good for him. Do you have to disclose fish sauce? I don't know. I was I was wondering what the legal is. Is that like a rider on like apartment leases and car leases? Yeah, and... it's like, like the old factory doctrine or something. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, should we take it to a break and come back and talk about Cloak and Silence? We sh- definitely should. Who is it written by, though? Real quick. Oh, it's written by Sherilyn Kenyon, uh, best-selling author. Okay. And we're back. Hey! You can't take us to the break and bring us back. It's selfish. Can I take us to the bridge with like a, one of my blistering Take us to the bridge. Cell- <laughs> what song is that? Take us to the bridge. I'm actually not sure which song that is. Oh, my God. I actually know something you don't know. Yes. This I don't remember the name of the song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's literally my favorite kind of joke. Take it to the bridge, but okay. but people you people are screaming this out right Jesse, now. Jesse knows, I'm sure, right? It's like a it's like a rapish song. Uh-huh. That's my extent of my music knowledge. I feel like probably it's been sampled in other songs. Shit. Okay, Becky's Becky's googling God. it. Becky's taking us to the bridge of the internet. Take it to the bridge. That's where, all I can say. Where the knowledge is stored, and she's going to come back. Like she's like she's on a mission. Like she's joined the resistance. Crazy town lyrics. That Breeze- can't be it. Wait, did you say Freezy Town? Crazy Town. Oh, crazy Town. Um, okay. No, Crazy Town did the song. There, there's a famous song by Crazy Town. Maybe it's, take it to the chorus. 
I think both of these things has, have happened. I think we got taken to the bridge. Oh, it's just, it is. It's Justin Timberlake. Sexy back. Okay. There take, we go. Take it to the chorus. I, I couldn't even do the I couldn't even do it right. But I'm I could, sure I there's a know, take it to the bridge also. No, but that's not what I meant. So I did no part of that correctly. Okay. So, I suck so hard. Um, Which, no, by we, the way, that line I just said, I suck so hard. Was, was also in the, in the no, briefs? No, it's a reference to the book because oh. you'll see. Okay. This book... The I don't gift know. that keeps on giving, right. like, like herpes. I, I can't. I just. Form. I couldn't believe what was going on. Okay, so the book is Cloak and Silence. It's the League Book Six, I think, by Sherilyn Kenyon. And maybe I, I want to get into this at some point. I don't know if we should start here, but I, I felt a little guilty because I wasn't sure how much of what I'm going to be objecting to in the book, which is everything, is uh, due to the fact that we jumped in in the middle of a series. And I'm the picker, so so I, so I'm wondering. I'm like reading it. I'm like, who the fuck is this? Why do I care about this person? Like a person just got unmasked and turned out to be another person I've never heard of. Um, if right, I, right, like right. if I picked up Harry Potter book six, would I be like, Dumblefuck? What are you talking about? <laughs> Dumblefuck. Yes, <laughs> I want to read a book that stars yes. him. <laughs> I, I think I think there's probably some Dumblefuck fanfic. <laughs> Wow, that was fun to say. I'm Googling. Okay, you're, Dumble you're, fuck. you're Googling Dumblefuck. Okay. While Urban you're doing dictionary. that. Because. <gasps> Wait. Okay. Urban dictionary. Let's hear it. Dumblefuck. To, a noun, to or the process of being copulated or sodomized by Dumbledore. Well, thanks a lot, it's very Urban literal. Dictionary. <laughs> no, way, no way I could have figured that out by myself. <laughs> to be Dumblefucked is to be sexually intimate with an elderly wizard. <laughs> Like, Ooh, urban dictionary i love yeah i love how urban dictionary is just so matter of fact like here's something you should know and maybe you'll work it into conversation this weekend oh, like shit. hey I, sister last night i got dumble fucked. i didn't even finish the sentence Good for you to be double fucked is to be sexually intimate with an elderly wizard who is a gentle lover hmm. this is sounding better and better actually not to be confused with dumb fuck they wrote that oh, there thank you thank you <laughs> that guy's that guy's such a dumble fuck i know total dumble fuck yes you you guys you guys, the people who are, I can't see, but are listening, please use Dumblefuck in a sentence today like, for us. Uh, maybe work it into a comment on our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash li, no, slash look inside TBC. Yeah, or just say it to your mother. Uh, all right. So uh, can I tell you what happens yes. in this book? Please um, Try, try. You can a, try. In a segment I like to call the summary. <laughs> okay. So uh, I don't know. I have no idea what genre to put this in. Maybe we should talk about that. So, uh, also, I don't know how to pronounce one of the main character's names, but it's another one of those names. I it's know. T-U-R-E. So, I'm going to say Touré, which has kind of like a black power ring to it, which I like. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, uh, Touré and Zarya are being held prisoner and tor- by and tortured by the League. Uh, not to be confused with the FX comedy series, which is uh, there's some kind of shadowy government or paramilitary organization. There's the please, para- there's the paramilitary yes, again. Please, yeah, please uh, correct me if it, when I get everything wrong here. <laughs> so uh, there's a little bit of backstory where, where we learn that Zarya convinced Toure to fight for the resistance, and then they got caught. Apparently, mm-hmm. um, this this summary is kind of long because a lot happens in the ten pages of this book. Okay, so the League wants Zarya to cough up the names of the Centella High Command, which I, I went back and forth on what Centella sounds like. It does not sound like something that would have a high command. It sounds like maybe a dessert or maybe a bacteria, <laughs> right? Uh, I like bacteria. But she won't, she won't give up the names. Um, 
And uh, according to the narrator of the book, the Centella was the only organization in existence that truly threatened the League's iron grip on their united systems. That was a funny sentence. Because the first thing I was thinking, like, you know, you should not use an iron grip on your united systems. Like, Definitely not. not healthy. Oh, Centella is like a like a Viacom. Kind of, oh, okay. Yeah, it's like you call them when your 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 Comcast is down. I but, mean, your your communications. <laughs> I always down. call Viacom when my Comcast <laughs> is, is down. They're it's like, so why, confusing. Why are you calling us? <laughs> well, someone's got to do something. Hello, Verizon. Comcast doesn't do it. <laughs> Hello, Samsung. I've got iPhone problems. That's the same thing, right? Uh, okay, so. Uh, Oh, then it turns out that Zarya is also pregnant, uh, which is never mentioned again. Uh, she, but she is confident that somebody named Darling is going to come <laughs> along and rescue them. Uh, but Toure is skeptical because he says heroes aren't real because he's always been be- betrayed by his friends, his family, whatever. Uh, and they chat for a while about essentially nothing, like reminiscing. Uh, and then something happens outside their cell. Uh, and uh, one of them says, but no one attacks a prison. It would be suicide or something like that. Uh, but but no, someone is busting in and some soldiers burst into their cell and Zarya and Toure beat the shit out of them. And then a non-league soldier comes in and it's Maris, which is uh, some guy we're supposed to know, I think. Uh-huh. Uh, and uh, and Toure is totally hot for Maris. Yeah. Uh, so Toure's a, the homosexual character. Right, and it seems like completely realistic that that is what you would be thinking about at this right. time. Like, you know, I know we've been tortured for the last three weeks and, uh, and we're probably getting rescued now, but like, uh, can we like pause? And like, right. yeah, his prince has come. Yes. Okay. Uh, then Darling shows up also, uh, and uh, it his name is Darling Cruel, um, and I hate everybody. <laughs> and in the course of rescuing them, Maris hugs Toure, and it's definitely love. Mm-hmm. And oh, and Toure's name is Toure Zans, which is snacks spelled backwards. I totally <laughs> yes. noted that. Um, yeah. Uh, Toure snacks. I, I want all these characters to die. Uh, okay, so then they're in the middle of a laser gun fight. They said blasters. I feel like yeah. blaster is kind of an overused word in whatever genre this is. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so they're they're blasting each other. (laughs) And uh, Toure, in the middle of this blaster fight, Toure, still possibly not, you know, priorities a little out of whack, asks Zarya if she's sure that Maris is gay, because this is definitely the time to have this conversation. This is a, you know what I think this genre is? Is futuristic rom-com. Yes, that, that except maybe minus the calm. No, they're trying. Really, no, they so? are. I absolutely oh, think so. The 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 uh, banter between the gay guy. Oh, and her, it's, we're going to get into some banter. I was classic infuriated. sitcom banter. Okay. So, um, yeah, and then uh, one minute later, uh, Toure is trying not to puke because he doesn't want to do anything to slow down their escape except for, like, chatting up with this cute guy. Uh, <laughs> he's got, yeah, he's got plenty of time for, like, uh, I think he's cute. Do you think he's cute? Right. He's cute, right? Yeah. Do you think he likes me? So this um, is their meet cute. You, I, you should, taught me that word. Yes. Uh, so they're definitely going to be going to the Secret Freedom Fighter prom later. Uh, nice. And they fight their way down the hall. I can't believe this is still going, but there's more. Uh, they fight their way down the hall and meet up with Nemesis, another guy maybe we're supposed to know. Uh, and Nemesis is the world's most feared assassin. Uh, can you name any assassin like like currently operating? <laughs> no, because they're supposed to be in hiding. I mean, there was they? that American sniper guy, but he died. Like, oh, I don't know any assassins. But yeah, I mean, I feel like they're part, all like CIA, like right, undercover, right? Part of the job description of assassin is like you stay right. undercover. You're not like a famous assassin, right? Like, if if you if you have an assassin fan club, you're no longer an assassin. True. Um, 
And uh, but it turns out, uh, oh, he's, it says it was said that he'd even murdered his own father just for practice. Okay, I guess that's supposed to be funny, right? Totally. Okay, so he's working with the good guys. Uh, and then, like, a big brother face appears on the walls, um, <laughs> like we're at Bill Gates's house. Um, and it's Kier Zeman, uh, high commander <laughs> of the league, and also, wait for it, Maris's brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, somehow, Ture does not, has never heard of this guy, even though he's, like, the leader of the bad guys. Um, Are you still summarizing? I'm still summarizing, but now I have a question. So <laughs> Darling takes his helmet off and reveals his identity, but I don't understand why he did this. It was an accident. He was really mad. Oh, okay. And so he threw his helmet down uh, okay. in an impulsive act of rage. And then, oh, and in, but then in his impulsive rage, the thing he, the thing he blurts out is like, basically they tells Kier that Zarya is his fiance because that's right, definitely is, very important. Well, and and also should not have been said because now there's a huge target on right. both of their heads. Um, so uh, Darling and Kier exchange some insults and say like, this means war and beat their chests and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Nemesis takes off his helmet mm-hmm. and he's really, you're not going to believe this, the Andarian prince and heir, Nikirian Quiacides. Okay, I have so many comments about that. And should we wait for and them? That's the end. Okay, God damn. Oh. Thank you for that very detailed summary. You're welcome. Um, I do think that it's probably because we're in the middle of a series that we don't know a lot about what's going on. But I actually think that that's perfect. Like it made me laugh the whole way through that I didn't know anything that was going on. So, yes, of course, the first thing I noticed was Toure or Tour or Turi. Can we can we like try and go back through the catalog of heroes? Yes. We we had Wade. 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 We had Rade. Sade. Yes. No, we never no. had Sade. Uh, there were definitely more. Ture. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's, there have been way more there's than There's probably three. six. Um, six male four-letter names, which, yeah. by the way, made me want to have a main character that had like an 18-syllable name. And oh, guess do you what? mean like Nikirian Quiacides? Exactly. So that's so, why I was so happy because I wrote a note and said, I want an 18-syllable name just for parody. And then I was given the gift. That I is called for. giving the people what they want. It was awesome. Okay, so I'm kind of obsessed with this unmasking thing. Okay. Like, so I want to I play a game. I don't know exactly how it'll work, but I know it will be called You Meddling Kids because in Scooby-Doo, mm-hmm. like, they would always unmask somebody at the end and they would say, I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for, for You Meddling, meddling Kids. kids. Mm-hmm. So uh, two people get unmasked just in the first 10 pages of this book. I think mm-hmm. it's like a 400-page book. Mm. So I assume that means, I'm not sure if I'm doing the math right, 80 unmaskings <laughs> uh, over the course of the whole book. So, I mean, maybe I want to know, like, obviously Zarya is, is wearing some kind of mask or helmet and she's going to take it off and turn out to be someone else. I can't wait till she takes it off. Um, oh, yeah. Um, Maris, definitely, like, he's going to, I feel like he's going to take off his mask and turn out to be a lady and Toure is going to be really bummed, but then he's going to take off his lady mask and turn out to be a dude that was dressed up as a lady dressed up as a dude. Do you- so it's like Victor Victoria of yeah, yeah. rom-com? Or do like you, a dude looks like a lady. Do, <laughs> do you think that he's got a mask? Like there's lady masks and man masks? Or are they just like like big old E.T. helmets you can't tell what someone is? I was, I guess I was uh, sort of imagining them as Boba Fett masks. <laughs> I, I only realize it now that you're asking. Okay. Um, so, okay, so the game is that you want me to unmask a couple other characters and see tell you who they really are? Or alternatively, maybe unmask like someone in the real world. Like, oh. um, you know, if Donald Trump took off his mask 
Like, who, what, who is what would, he? I mean, I guess, I guess in that case, just sort of like some kind uh, of like a, lizard monster. That, no, that's obvious. It's Hillary Clinton. Oh, interesting. Yeah, that makes a lot, a lot of, of sense. sense. Okay. okay. So I think that Ture, the gay, you know, the uh, you know, friend to fag hag Zaria. Yeah. Is that her name there? Um, I think he's Kim Davis. <laughs> and I did not see that coming. Right. Yeah. So what, why, what's your evidence? Um, I mean, the last person you'd, you'd, the last person you'd ever expect to find under a gay guy who's being tortured right. in jail is the county clerk from Kentucky who refused to give out gay marriage licenses. Right. So, and I'm glad I mean, you explained that because I hope to God that everyone will have forgotten that that person existed by the time <laughs> this episode airs. <laughs> okay. I think, um, hmm. Ooh, okay, see. so other characters we've got. Oh, so we've got Kier. Um, Who's the hell? Who the hell is that? Kier is, uh, you don't know Kier? Oh, no, Kier's the he's one the, of, He's the, the leader. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm being facetious about yeah. you don't know because, like, who he's can keep track of He's the one who was on the, was put on the walls. Yes. Okay, but then there's he's a Bill Kier, Gates. K-E-R-E. That was so confusing. There's a K-Y-R, Kier Royale, right? Yeah. And then there's the <laughs> K-E-R. because he's like the king of the resistance. He's <laughs> Kier Royale. And then there's K-E-R-E. But, I, but, but it was mentioned once. I think could it be a typo? I'm. I had the same thought. I have no Is it idea. Hooray! Uh, well, definitely yes. Yes. But I don't even know where to go with that. Like okay. I don't know if it was a typo. I don't know if it was someone's secret identity. I'm literally foaming at the mouth. <laughs> Gross. And no, you're not. Um, okay, I'm gonna unmask. I'm gonna unmask Kier. Okay. Kier is really Jack's Cheeto, and what? Ja- Jack's Cheeto. This, okay. Oh, okay. The nefarious snack food kingpin. Oh, Just, who's that's it enslaving the kingdom with delicious salty mm. snacks? Yeah, it's C H E A T O cheat. Oh, because he cheats yes. people out of their freedom. Yes, and Fritos. <laughs> <laughs> And I wanted just Jax, J-A-X, because it reminded me of Snacks, the guy, yes. <laughs> the other guy's last name. Yes. Turned oh, yes. Is, wait, is, is Toure's something interesting spelled? But no, it's yeah. not. Erot. Snacks, Snacks, Erot. it's a root snacks, root snacks is what I came up with. Yeah. So it's like, you know, potato chips and nice. <laughs> taro. Like beet. Yeah, root. Beet. Is there such a yeah. thing as snacks. beet chips? That's his, his name. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't sound so good, okay, actually. Okay, I have so many notes, so I can't. Yeah, like, just, let's just jump in, I please. I am literally foaming at the mouth, too to jump into this oh okay, way, to, way to jump on the foam bandwagon okay th- there are so many things um first of all they say that they're in hell and and i couldn't tell if they were saying that literally or figuratively i think figuratively but i mean one thing i was confused by in this book is that it seemed to have sort of like a fantasy romance vibe but also lots of like techno thriller steampunk yeah like <laughs> i just want i like just like saying steampunk i don't even know what it means um it seemed like this book was every genre there's like someone gets hit, hit over the head with a morse code machine <laughs> it's you know it's romance it's it's uh you know it's straight romance it's gay mm. romance it's adventure it's, it's fantasy hag, it's like royalty mag, hag mag it's that's it's, that's a whole genre yes um, okay, so what I'm trying to say here is they're talking about the hell thing, and then all of a sudden they're like, well, death should come quickly for us, and then they mention death's biscuit. Wait, seriously? Yeah. I missed this. Oh, my God. Can, do you have the line? If not, I'll, I'll I, search it. I don't have the line, but you need to search the line. I'm, I'm going to search for death's biscuit it's right, right now. It's right at the beginning. You know, if you go searching for death's biscuit, you deserve whatever you find. That's my satanic metal band. Death's biscuit? Mm-hmm. What, what flavor is death's biscuit? 
Honey, the only one coming for us is death, and I just hope the petty bastard stops on his way here and brings us a biscuit. That's right. Death's okay, you're right. Biscuit. And not only do I not remember this, it is it is on page one. It is in the second paragraph of the book. First thing that grabbed me after Ture was yes. Death's Biscuit. Um, that's so, amazing. So what flavor is Death's Biscuit? Uh, oh, that's a good question. Is it, so is it like black sesame? Because <laughs> uh, I have a feeling you might go there. But, I think it's yeah, fermented but, garlic. Mm, is it, oh, is it like that Icelandic fermented shark flavor? Oh, what's the name for that? So uh, Carl. Hot, hot Carl. Hot Carl. Hot Carl. Carl. <laughs> it's hot Carl. Yeah, it tastes it's, like hot Carl. It, that Icelandic fermented shark thing is called Hukarl, I uh-huh. think. Which sounds like you vomiting yes, it. Exactly. Carl. Carl. <laughs> 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 um, uh, I liked on uh, it was like page page one ish, um, in which uh, I just lost the place. Okay, there there was a thing. This is kind of a minor thing, um, where uh, Zarya is looking at Ture and and she winced at the sorry condition Ture was in. He'd always been so fastidious with his appearance, never so much as a strand of dark reddish brown hair out of place. But today, that hair was matted with blood and gnarled with tangles. She sort of makes it sound like this was a bad hairstyle choice on his part, Absolutely, doesn't it? Absolutely, yes. And that, like, she should put, what's that, a Johnson & Johnson shampoo product? Oh, no, like, no more tangles? No more, yes. yes. Like, that's what, they need to, they need to do, like, a, a hair intervention right there in, in Hell's Biscuit. Right, they're, they're waiting, they're waiting for, like, someone with conditioner to, yes. to come and rescue them. <laughs> and it seems like they very well could be talking about conditioner as this is all happening. Cause, oh, for sure, because they're talking about... All this stuff. Okay, can we get into the part where she talks about her mother's last words. Oh, my gosh. This was the most amazing. Uh, this may be the most uh, unbelievable thing I've ever come across in right. any book that we've done. Right. So, um, And by the way, that woman had a very long death sequence yes. to okay. be able to get out that's, this that's whole parable. Thing. So Zarya says, <laughs> "Did I?" she's talking to Ture, like thinking they might not make it out of here. And, and she says, did I ever tell you what my mother's last words were to me? First of all, she explains that they were her mother's last words before her mother headed off to confront her father's killer, which right. is pretty badass. But her mother's last words were like four pages long. Right. Like it, you expect it, people's last words to be like, um, uh, well, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, <laughs> right. So and I think now that I think about it, and I'm just thinking about this now, I think her mother was like doing a favor, like, you know, by going on so long that Zarya was like, would you just fucking die already? Right. right? She pushed, actually, she pushed her out the door. Exactly. And she got like, shot. Go, just go like into that laser it, gun it fight. It actually was just a conversation. It wasn't meant to be her last, <laughs> the last words at all. Did, yes. Do you remember, have I ever told you about my mother's last words, which I caused? <laughs> it was just a story. <laughs> I don't know. Like now that maybe maybe like uh, you know if if I was going to get murdered anyway, like I want like I want them to wait until I said something really cool. Okay, go ahead and tell everybody what did she say and say and say. Oh, I'm certainly not reading the whole thing. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll start reading it. Did I ever tell you what my mother's last words were to me? He shook his head. It was the morning when she went to confront my father's killer. I asked her why she wouldn't let one of the soldiers or gerents handle his rescue, and she said to me that all little girls, regardless of what they say, dream of a prince to come in and sweep them off their feet and save the day. A Carl! But, but what no one ever mentions is that all, all little boys dream of a princess to do the same thing for them, which oh. is kind of heteronormative. Very. Uh, 
Heteronormative, but, homonormative. Oh, heteronormative. Yes. Uh, but the problem, but the problem with princes and princesses is they're spoiled and self-absorbed. They act in their own best interest. They don't go after their loved ones to rescue them so much as they do it for their own vainglory and to serve themselves. While she'd had many princesses, <sighs> princes try for her hand, and probably some princesses. It was a king who had claimed her heart. Unlike princes, kings take responsibility. What the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> princes are just like king. You know, kings are just princes who got promoted it's, recently. Seriously, they're not like a different species right <laughs> okay this goes on literally for pages on more. And on. okay can we step aside to something else <laughs> please um because i'm getting angry did you know there are no windows in hell no i didn't they know that. mention that in the first page okay, i just cool. thought you know i i always wondered what the architecture of hell was and i guess it's just interesting to know definitively that there are no windows in hell is there ice water we didn't get to that. Okay, the other thing, um, he, she's describing her gay friend and describing him with the chiseled jawline. Yes. Or is that maybe she's describing darling? I can't remember. Anyway, one who of knows? the... Who knows? Who cares? One of them has a chiseled jawline. Well, they show up together. Like That's true. <laughs> yeah. Okay, but no, 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 not Ture. Ture is she was either describing Ture or... Oh, okay. Or, oh, I see. Yeah. Um, I feel like if you're going to be a romantic, like uh, a romance novelist... And this is maybe part of romance novels. You have to get those two words into the book. Chiseled jawline. You're absolutely right. It has to be in there. And I, I wanted to see if there's a little game here. Is what is the opposite of that? Like, what if we were going to be oh. more for more for just straight realism? What's the what what like you were describing your friend who does not have a chiseled jawline? Like uh, a blurry triple chin. <laughs> I said flaccid chin, bul- uh-huh. bulbous protuberance. Yeah, just Fe- like like featureless waddle. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, just like like a nebulous visage. Like there you go. Like you can't even focus on his face because like the features are so indistinct. That one nebulous visage. Oh, but I like the waddle one. Featureless waddle. Yeah, we okay. all we all get a gold star. I think. Okay, there there are three instances at least where sucking is talked about. Oh boy, so close to the gay man, and I I guess have to believe that the author is doing this on purpose. Sure, she, she calls using Ture's word that someone is a sucker to the extreme <laughs> which makes it makes someone sound like a high-powered vacuum cleaner it, well it also makes everyone think of uh, uh the vanilla ice song oh yes please please do quote to to the extreme i'm on the mic like a vandal light up a stage and wax a chump like a candle i'm an excellent rapper <laughs> <laughs> well, what, no, what about the part what about the part where she said uh, too many years of being bitch slapped by selfish oh. dicks had taken his toll on him? Is there yeah. any way to read that and not no. imagine it that, <laughs> literally you, happening? You and I have learned to to pick out the exact same thing. Yep. I said, okay, so we know he's gay. Does he have to say bitch slapped by selfish dicks? Um, too much of an image. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Or harsh lessons rammed down his throat with a violent fist. I missed that one. <laughs> okay, let's, uh, let's take it to a break and we'll be back with more of whatever this is. <laughs> and we're back. I would bet $100 that you flagged this also, but this was the part of the book that I hated so much. And it, I mean, maybe it was kind of a joke, in which case I'm okay with it, but I don't think it was. It was the part where Touré says to Zarya, tell me what it's like to be oh, held by oh someone who really loves God. you. Okay, so can I just, you want to say what you're going to say or go ahead? I just want to say it again. Tell me what it's like. No, Becky, you, tell me what it's like to be held by someone who really loves you. I, I Okay, 
I'm not going to answer that question, but I will tell you that what happened in my body when I read that sentence what could not be controlled. It was like a full body hakarl. It was a. It, I literally said this blarg um, as I read that line. Blarg. B l a a a r g h. I think I, I I said like hate in all capital letters. <laughs> So I blarged it. So right here in my notes, blarg, tell me what it's like to be held by someone who really loves you. And and her response is basically, oh, it's nice. I recommend it. Oh, my God. That was the worst. Okay, how about this? Tears welling in her eyes choked him. <laughs> what? How is that even possible? Oh, because she's got like uh, like squirting tear ducts. I think, she, I think the other forgot an up. Choked him oh. up. No, no. The tears in her eyes choked, choked him. him. Incredible, no, no, yeah, incredible. Uh, they, they, they uh, empathetic reaction there. The the tears in her eyes fisted down his throat or whatever it was. <laughs> How about this bit of um of like battle writing? Shrieking, the sh- the soldier hit the deck and died. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, yeah. yes, that just st- stuck out to me a little bit. I don't think that's how you it, use the expression hit the deck. I think hit the deck is something like you do, like, you know, when blasters are firing at you, you like you, you hit the deck to avoid being shot at. Absolutely. You don't, you so don't that hit the deck the, involuntarily. And and the end died. And like, died. Yeah, we, thanks. You're not really there to, like, take his pulse. I mean, it's a, it's a middle of a flurry of blaster right. bullets, right? Or whatever. But we already know that his, his you know, pulse left his body. <laughs> Um, oh God, there's so much, there's so much more I want to make sure we get to. Um, so there were a couple of times, I think you may have mentioned one already where someone, someone says something where it's clear, like the author, the author of the book did like the kind of paper mic drop that I always do Mm. because it was clear she was just so pleased with herself. Um, the, the one I have in mind is when Darling says, talk is cheap, pain is free, and I'm peddling the shit out of it. So you come on and get some. That was this. It was like. It was like I'm I'm like writing my my like Arnold Schwarzenegger movie spec script and right. like yeah I nailed this she, one. She had moved right onto the screenplay right there. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> How about um, this euphemism for describing someone who's heavy? No light of weight. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> terrible. Okay, I wrote down they're coming fast and furious to add to our movie cliche lines. I wrote it down too, right here. Uh, right after that, Ture sucked terribly again. Uh huh. <laughs> um. I liked Darling tapped his link. Hawk, are you still evading the sibs? Just just for some like yep, random I, I don't know what anything means. It's like I've gotten I've gotten like several pages into the book and I haven't used any like you know inexplicable jargon yet. Um, and she just decided to put it in three things. Yeah. I'm I'm gonna uh, well, I guess sibs is hey, civilians. Right, can you excuse me? I need to evac some sibs. I'll be I'll be back in a minute. Um Okay, there was one part like I, I'm sort of like getting getting like facetiously worked up, but there was one part that actually made me angry, which which was the part that rips off a line from the Princess Bride. Oh, I didn't which catch that. I, I don't think it was an homage. I think it was just a ripoff. Um, which is uh, I don't even remember who's talking, but it's the exchange is, "Can you two walk at all? Right now, I could fly." This is a line for the Princess Bride. You're really mad because you just dropped your paper. I, I, yeah, I dropped like <laughs> it was an angry mic drop. We just did. <laughs> um, I mean, I guess since like that's everyone's favorite movie, like maybe it was done on purpose, just as like a little like like wink. Yeah, but don't do that. Don't do that. How about this? Uh, someone looks at someone in a way that said she hadn't bathed in a month or more. What? What? A look. Someone looks at Sarah like, oh, you're going to marry her. 
gave her a look, this is quote, a look that said she hadn't bathed in a month or more. What does that look like? What, what is the look? What, do, I know the listeners can't see this, but please make a face for me right now of a look that you would look at me. I haven't bathed in a month or more. Just, oh, just a nose wrinkle. So, but it's confusing because, so, so the look, it's like a look of you stink. Essentially, that's what she's trying to say. And I know what okay. she's trying to say, but it's so many words. Well, also, it makes it sound like it's the person giving the look who hadn't bathed. Yeah. Maybe it's very ambiguous. It's said by a man. So I knew she. He, right. But it, the, the whole thing is so many words. Like instead of looking at her disgustedly, you know, uh, in, in her unkempt state or like, you know, blah, 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 hadn't bathed. A look that said. She yes. hadn't. I think that's the part. The look that yeah, said looks, looks looks generally don't, don't talk. That's why they're looks. That's why they're. That's what it is. Yes. I needed to get to the bottom of what that made me angry. Yes. Um. So, I I want to I want to like take a quick break from from. Uh, I mean, we could we could literally go on for many hours just picking out terrible things in this book. Nikurianquiakidis. Like, <laughs> sorry, I <laughs> laughed so hard. Nikurianquiakidis. Yes, he's like the Greek evil. But wait a minute. Sorry, go I ahead. just realized that someone is named Kier and someone else is named Nikurian, which has Kier in the middle. How much do you want to bet that this is going to be a thing later? Well, how can how can we both not even mention that someone's last name is Zeman? Oh, I, I, no, I do not remember. Oh, you're, that's pronounced semen. Who do you remember who it was? I don't remember. I anything. don't either. <laughs> so, like, I feel like generally, when does I'm, semen get sucked hard? That's what I want to know. <laughs> when doesn't it? Um, how are we supposed to feel about the fact that, like, you know, we? I was feeling guilty last week because we were we were picking on a book that was like self published and like you know we should be doing everything in our power to like make that author's life great. Um, this uh, this is like a best selling author, you know, millions of copies in print. Um, what is going on? Like, I generally I'm not the kind of person who's like I can't believe everyone likes this terrible thing, but I can't believe everyone likes this terrible thing. Mm-hmm. I don't really get it. Um, I don't know. Okay. I really, I mean. So, no, I, I want to know honestly, like if someone in our audience is a fan of Cheryl and Kenyon and I, 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 that's totally cool. Like, I, I, explain it, please. What, what, I'm so what confused. What does it do it for you? What, what am I trying to say? What does it do it for you? That's what, what we want to know. What does it do it for you? What does your look say? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Give us, I mean, anyone who's already a fan of Cheryl and Kenyon is right now giving us a look that says, um, You suck. That says we suck hard. Right. We suck hard. Hey, uh, there's two words at the end that, shocking I know, are not defined. Oh, oh yes. Seratile Cira, uh-huh. and Vernon. These are two words. Wait, did you say Vernon? <laughs> I did say Vernon. I think Wait, it was did, the word Vernon, wasn't it? Or did I misspell that? I think I think maybe it got autocorrected. Oh, maybe it did. Um, <laughs> Vernon's Because uh, I, don't, I don't think it was Vernon, but but I wish it Veronin was. Vernon or something? Um, I'm, I'm... Oh, here's Zeman. They're talking to each other. Because... Varicon. Sorry, that's not Vernon. <laughs> Which no, but you can totally see how that was autocorrected yeah, to Vernon, okay. and I love it. Varicon and Ceratile. I feel or like Ceratile. this is a cliche thing of like having, like having insults in like the person's native language that that are supposed to stand in for like really bad swears. Which gets me to my game. Okay. What does Ceratile mean? Um. So I think maybe it's it's like. It's an eco- economic expression, not in terms of like economics, but like you know, it, it uses it uses one word to stand in for what we would have to use many words for in English. So it means someone who hasn't bathed in a month 
has has a nebulous visage and um like has a, a talks like they have a fist rammed down their throat. Wow, way to bring it all home. Thanks. That was really good. I just put it's uh f- fermented fart. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's so, here. But yeah, that's here. It's oh you know what it is? It means it means uh you smell like death's biscuit. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so what is it, the word? It's not Vernon. It's what? A uh, Varicon. Yeah, what does Varicon Which mean? Also, wait, wait a minute. It, what, I just realized like, something about this word. It is Verizon with one letter changed. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. I, I take back everything I said. The fact that she's basically using Verizon to mean the worst possible insult, I'm okay with that. Okay. What do you, what do you think? It, do you have a, any guess on what that means? I think it means raper of small animals. Mm. Um. I think, wait, that's not the one we already defined. Right. I, I'm getting them confused now. No, okay, no. that's the other one. Um, oh, this one means something very different. It means um, someone whose mom um, refuses to die and just keeps talking <laughs> for weeks. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I actually got through all the things on my list. Great. I think, uh, yeah, I think that's good. Um, you know, I, I just, I think everyone should just keep in mind our motto here at Look Inside This Book Club. Um, Talk is cheap, pain is free. <laughs> so go come get some or, or whatever. Do you know what it's like to be really held by someone you love? No. Mm. Uh, so you can find us online at lookinsidethisbookclub.com. You can uh, visit our Facebook page at facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which stands for look inside this uh, uh, bastard. Uh, wait, what was the word? I lost it. Seratile. Yeah, Seratile. <laughs> uh, and uh, what's our next book? Oh, um, well, we're going to be right back with that in a second. But in the meantime, we don't ask very much of you listeners. We do ask one thing. Please rate our show or leave a review for us. Um, we would love that so much. Yes, we appreciate it. Uh, yeah, iTunes is, is the most valuable place for that. But if you have another place, if you have, if you have a blog that reviews different book clubs <laughs> and you want to review ours, we would love that. Or if you have like a, a friend, not even, not even friends, just a friend, tell your friend about us. If you have a friend, could you answer something for us? Mm-hmm. Do you know what it's like to be held by someone you truly love or truly loves you or whatever the hell it was? Yeah, basically, I want you to come on our Facebook and answer that question. Please don't come on our Facebook. Dead, dead fucking serious. Please don't ever come on our Facebook. And oh, yeah, I want, yeah. We'll be right back with the book for next week. All right, we're back. And we decided Sherilyn Kenyon gave us so much joy in our lives uh-huh. that we're going we're gonna to tap that again. So we're going back to Sherilyn. Fantasy Lover, Dark Hunter Novels is our next book. Okay, I, I'm so excited for this. Sherilyn, if you're listening, we love you, honestly. Seriously. Like, get in touch. You. Thank you. <laughs> and we'll see you next time. Bye. Can you adjust your mic up a little, please? Oh. Thank you. It was ramming me down my throat like a fist. Yeah.